Welcome to tonight's episode of Ginger Bros Dent Show. We're your hosts, Brandon Schmitz and Andy Patrick. We've got an exciting show again tonight with another Carl, Carl Nevue, with Dents by Carl out of North Alabama. Carl also has an alter ego that most of us know and love called Cousin Clay. Cousin Clay will not join us tonight, or he may, we don't know. But join us as we get to know Carl just a little bit better outside of the PDR world. What is up? up? <laughs> <laughs> so I had I had to play our tag team intro at least once on an intro for the show for those who have never say, heard it before. Does so. that song sound familiar to everybody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were talking about it on Dits and Dreams even last night. Like, man, when Bert and Ernie came through, he's like, oh my God. <laughs> and man, when I tell you it hits in a in a my it does. It sounds I good to it hits. <laughs> Yeah. It's crazy. It'll it. massage your back for sure. Nice. So yeah, um, what's up, everybody? Uh, we already have several people. Matt Armia was the first one. Like, what's up, Matt? What's up, Mr. Dragos, yeah. James Bernard, Tim Green, Corey Nichols, Kobe LeBlanc, Jack Bucknell, Christopher Allen, and Jeremy Nadeau so far. And all right, that's awesome. Hi, everybody. I'm so glad we we uh, we converted Jeremy Nadeau into watching the podcast. Mr. I listen to Dent podcast. <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> so, hey, we already got a Facebook user. So, uh, what's up, Facebook user? Um, go back and click the link to allow uh, StreamYard to grant permission to see your name. If not, you'll just be Facebook user. So, I'm sure you're somebody who watches us all the time, but still, go grant it or we'll make fun of you. Mr. Tommy <laughs> King, it's a, I believe it's the first one he's watched, ain't it? Or did it? I can't remember if he watched that. No, he watched last yeah, week with yeah, Carl. Yeah, yeah the other week. Carl. So, only this Dent podcast, <laughs> Jeremy said. <laughs> We're so honored, Jeremy, that we made your list. <laughs> yeah. So, so real yeah, quick, we, I uh, do want Yeah, real quick, I want to, on a serious note, we got, uh, I've seen Kobe LeBlunt's watching. He's got surgery. It was supposed to be tomorrow. I think he said something about getting pushed back, but he's got surgery coming up. It's a pretty extensive. I don't want to get all into it, but. I mean, it's a pretty serious surgery, so everybody make sure to send out a prayer for him, and you know we'll be thinking about him and stuff. So definitely had a long conversation with him today, and uh, yeah, just keep him in your prayers. So uh, I know it'll all work out fine. Then when he gets healthy, we'll have him on the show. Yep, <laughs> he's got to let us know when he's ready. Okay, oh, he's still he says, tomorrow. Okay, still tomorrow. Good. Yeah, all get right, that yeah. over with. So, like I said, brother, you'll be in our thoughts and prayers, and then everybody just shoot a prayer out for him. So, yes, sir. Great guy. Yep. So we got, uh, yeah, we got two Carls back to back. That's crazy. We didn't even plan that. It's just like, hey, who we on next? <laughs> yep. So I, I had to, uh, I, 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 be honest, I never knew how to say his last name right. Me neither. And I even messed Carl's last name up on our intro, our pr- promo thing on Facebook. <laughs> and so I had to call our mutual friend today, Fred Delaney, again, <laughs> <get him> too. <laughs> <laughs> to tell me how to say it so I could do the intro for this. So. Yeah, I think last week I was like Carl Neville. <laughs> yeah, I'm like it's got to be like Neville or something like that. And right, uh, but no, it's uh, so I'm gonna bring him on, uh, Carl Neville. But 
Carl, how do you really pronounce that last name? So that always stumps me. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my family says Nebu, and I've been Carl Nebu my whole life until I got an iPhone and uh, and Siri. Siri don't like Nebu. No. So if I got to call one of my family members, I have to actually have to pronounce it correctly. And I have to say Nebo, you know, call okay. Todd Nebo. If I say call Todd Nebu, it's calling John Smith. I thought I was like, it's, it's so Nebo would be actually correct. Uh, Nebu okay. is how my family pronounces it. I answer to both. It don't matter. Yeah. Hey, yeah. well, either way. So at least I got it right both ways. I got yep. my series set up as an Australian accent. So when I say call John Yeager, call it John Yeager. I'm like, who is Yeager? <laughs> like, That's new. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look. Okay. So yeah. Kobe said they moved it from 6 30 a.m. to 8 a.m. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Smith is on. The rock What's star. Up, yeah. So you had another Carl on here, huh? We had Carl yeah, we had Stuckey Carl on last, last week. week. That's awesome. You know, there aren't enough Carls. I always say that. There's not. You know, I'm a Carl Jr., so I know, too, you know, the close. But anytime I see a pregnant girl, I always try to talk her into naming it Carl. I, and then I, my follow-up is, you, well, you want them to be good-looking and witty, right? And they say, yeah. I said, well, how many Carls you know that aren't good-looking and witty? And uh, they'll say, well, you're the only Carl I know. I said, see what I mean? <laughs> Don't you love your child? <laughs> it, it hasn't worked yet, but that's always got a smile out of them. <laughs> yeah. So Jeremy Nadu says he's got the same problem you do with the last names. He similar, but uh, it's pronounced a different couple ways. So. <laughs> yeah, I've actually had family members, my daughter included, that that change the pronunciation. They they just say Navo. They don't even want to deal with the yeah with the, with the hassle words. of you know <laughs> the cell phone issues and all that. Right. So, Car, how you doing today, bud? Man, if I was any better, there'd be two of me. Oh, there are. Be good looking and witty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doing good. Doing good. Had a good day awesome. at work. Um, haven't been home too long. And yeah, awesome. so not bad. You guys doing okay? Doing great. Good. Doing great. Yeah, so I, starting I, to warm I, up a little bit for a minute. That's this even like. Kind of like we're gonna give you a little spring, then we're gonna take it away. Yeah, right there, so. you have a sunshine for the last hour, didn't it? It did. Raining when I went in, cloudy all day long, and coming home as sunshine, and it looked like a good day to play hooky. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was a good work day. <laughs> so, um, what was the temperature up there today? Because in the fifties, I think not okay. not terrible. It was a little the bit sunshine. Here. It felt like a little sixties or something. Because Carl, yeah. like we were talking about before, he's about two and a half hours south of me, so it's probably even maybe a little bit warmer down that way. Yeah, it yeah, depends. I'm sure it's uh, you got a little bit higher altitude too, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's high, you're mid, I'm low. So, yeah, yeah. it's always low. warm where you're at. We're, yeah, we're almost in like a straight line from each other, all three. It is funny. That's true. That's true. We can, I, I'm, I'm a half a mile, not even a half a mile, probably a quarter of a mile from 65. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, I can be on 65 in in a couple of minutes. So yeah, I'm about 20, or I'm about 30 minutes from 65. So yeah. Yeah. We need to have a hell of a relay race. I'll pass it down to Carl, and he'll pass it down. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no excuse if uh, if you guys are going to one another's house and not stop in and say hey, say howdy, you know. Hey, right. I stopped last time, but you ended up getting COVID. I know. I I got the China virus. <laughs> so Josh is asking what part of Alabama you're from. He's from uh, Huntsville. I guess I could let you answer. Oh, I didn't area. see that. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. El- for you. I'm in the Huntsville area. Actually, my address is Elkmont. 
Um, but I don't live in the city. I'm out in the county. I got a, a an old farmhouse and uh, an old barn and not much for critters. We got a goat. We do have a baby goat. Nice. Yeah, I saw just, that the other day. Just born. Yeah. It's cute as a bud. Yeah. You know, we, uh, when Named I was younger. Four. Oh, awesome. Go ahead. We, uh, awesome. I, I, we had goats and, and horses and chickens when I grew up. So, okay. Yeah. We had, we had a, a, a nanny goat and a billy goat. They had a, a baby. And then the billy and the baby <laughs> had a baby. And then that mama didn't want anything to do with it. So we had to bottle feed that sucker to raise uh, it. That's an that's Alabama a, thing. Yeah. And it would run around in the house and, and everything. Yeah, Jeremy's yeah, gonna hop off. He's gonna miss that because Carl's a big hunter and stuff. Where we're gonna get some hunting stories in and all that good stuff. Jeremy, yeah, I, uh, I do. I spent a lot of time in the woods and uh, yeah. like shooting. And I was an archery hunter for a lot of years. Um, and shot competitive archery when I was a kid. My whole family did. My mom was actually a really good shooter. That's so awesome. My dad, mom shot my brother, and then when I got married, I taught my wife to shoot. Used to drag my daughter around in a wagon when she was a baby to the 3d shoots and stuff. <laughs> so it was definitely a family thing. Right. We'll, we'll get into all this. I see yeah. David, David White talking yeah. about slingshot. We'll get into all yeah, that. Yeah. Slingshot's a lot like archery. So I actually <laughs> shoot a slingshot. Okay. I had a lot of fun with that hobby. So let, awesome. let's, let's start this off by getting a, just a small background of how you got started in the PDR industry. Okay. Well, I started, I used to work for a company in Michigan that sold uh i was a paint um paint touch-up technician so i'd uh, do paint touch-up on cars paint bumpers and all minor minor paint repair and eventually that company expanded into other services and that's where i was introduced into dents wasn't technically a dent guy yet even though i went through the training was certified um i was on and off of that company i left and then was told that hey they're they're not assholes anymore you can come back sorry i should, probably shouldn't talk like that on oh you're good they're they're better <laughs> They're better now. Come on back, Carl. We can make this company great. And so I went back and they weren't any better. So it was too much politics and, and lying and crap. And just um, so I left there. I've been self-employed most of my life. But in 2006, I decided, OK, now I'm going to be a dent guy. And, and I was still doing paint touch up at the time. I was working for a dealership because I signed a no compete and I left that company. And uh, I said, you know what? I, I took a job um, making a. Uh, a lot less than what a skilled tech guy should make. But the deal was I get to practice on your used cars and I get to practice dance every day and I'm learning on your dime. So I did there. I managed their cleanup department. I hired and fired and trained. It was the first one there, last one to leave, just like all management positions. And uh, did all painted all their bumpers, did all their paint touch up. But for half an hour a day, every single day, I practiced on a practice panel or I would bring in cars and I would, I would uh, work on dents. Nice. And, uh, and we had a dent guy there that's, uh, that's still in Michigan and everybody seems to love this guy and his son. And I'm sure they're great guys. I don't know. I know the son, he's a real nice guy, but they don't, they do, uh, they just pick a bunch of highs in them and their theory is high will fly. And, oh, uh, now, now they're making a living and I'm not criticizing them. Uh, but the nice thing for me was, is every car they had done and I got to redo every single car. So I learned <laughs> doing paintless dent repair, fixing and other guys paintless dent repair, which has been a huge advantage, I think. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't take me to look at one that's all picked up unless of course the paint's cracked or whatever. And mm -hmm. you know, I feel like I'm still learning. Every year I do what I can to get better. And uh you both have motivated me watching your picture. <laughs> I think well, the first I mean, time what... I seen one of Brandon's jobs, I thought, wow, that's possible. <laughs> wow. 
get what? Brandon actually fixes it. I'll just show you how to take good camera angles so you can't see all the way. <laughs> Man, I was uh, I was definitely motivated and uh so thank you for that. And uh, and I'm I'll, I'll be right back. Y'all yeah. continue. Yeah. Okay. I've I've uh not perfected my big dent game, but I do some stuff and well, you learn even if you fail on them, it's going. It's a teaching experience. So. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, I like what Jack. I kind of agree with Jack. Working at dealer, that had to be fantastic for training because you, if you mess them up, what yeah. happens? You just send them a pain or something? Yeah, I did that for two years, and 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 there was actually some that I had to send to the body shop. I remember one time I was out looking at a car on the lot. I leaned back on the front fender of a Forester, a Subaru. <laughs> And that you already know where this is going, right? Yes. That fender buckled right in. I'm telling you, I didn't put 10 pounds of pressure on it. I don't. You could have sneezed it. on it. <laughs> it buckled in, and I thought, oh well, I'm a dent guy. I'll fix it. So I got back in there and I pushed it out, and I made this dent into this dent that was impossible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one yeah. went to the body shop. <laughs> I, I took what now would be an easy dent for me. You know, they didn't make cold glue back then, right? Uh, yeah. You know, we didn't, I didn't. I didn't know any soft tips and yeah, all that a, stuff. Back a, then. a lot of a lot of over pulling, and you know, yeah. Even, even when I got started, I mean, there wasn't really any soft tips. I think they were just coming out, and I mean, I'd find, I'd go buy leather. I'd go, I'd go to Goodwill, find old leather belts, and cut that sucker yeah, up. Take a strip off your Gorilla Tape. I, yeah, I, I went to uh, <laughs> I Harbor Freight. I went to Harbor Freight and bought a pack full of welding gloves, and I'd cut the fingertips off. Oh wow, that's oh, really? what I'd use. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> like, I I never it was leather, and they were cheap. Right. You know? uh, so, Carl, our buddy Jeremy's from Michigan. He said he thinks he knows who you're talking about with the high will fly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, they're they're nice guys, and in the vendor world, it seems like there's a lot of Jehovah Witnesses, and uh, and I don't I don't know if that's just something that. Yeah. this coincidence or what but mm. everybody loves him he's a really nice guy i guess his son i know his son his son was a really nice guy very likable and uh and they make a living i'm not criticizing him but right it gave yeah. me good practice every single car i could bring in whether i got now i didn't get paid on them but i was paid hourly um i had plenty of cars to practice on because it didn't matter if they did it or not i had one to fix <laughs> right <laughs> Well, see, I, I learned at a uh, at a Dodge dealer. No, we don't, Kobe. We're always learning. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah. So, so I I was the same way. I had every every used car to practice on. Yeah. And and it 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 really you know made you a lot better. But yeah, and and there wasn't a lot of fear there because if I screwed it up, they sent it to the body shop. It had to be fixed anyway. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't, and and I was working so cheap for them, and I'm almost yeah. embarrassed to say. Um, I knew the owner from when I was a kid. I I, I worked at a Old Town Gym, and so I knew a lot of people in town. Anybody who was in fitness, I had met along the way, and um, was never a certified trainer, but I worked as a trainer and you know, uh, clerk and whatever, clean you know, clo toilets and everything. You know, I did everything. I worked at the gym, and loved it. But I knew the owner of the dealership I worked at uh, from the gym, and uh, and all real good people, um, but. You know, they, they don't pay a cleanup guy that much. And so I didn't, yeah. which was fine. I enjoyed the time I had there. And uh, like I said, it gave me a chance to learn my trade. Then I moved to Alabama. I knew I was going to move south um, for a long time. And the target goal was when my daughter graduated uh, high school. And I knew she was going to go off to college and it wouldn't be that big a deal to move. And, you know, her mom and I were separated. And anyway, when, uh, what year was that? Did you move down? Here? I moved in 2010. 
Okay. Yeah. And her mom's originally from here. We get along great. We never had really a toxic relationship. It just wasn't, wasn't great. And, uh, and didn't work out for us, but we, we raised her daughter together and I, I'll always love her. She's a great gal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she's from Tennessee. She's from the Memphis area. And that's uh, okay. So the plan was she was going to move back home and I was going to move down here and then Jessica would be close to both of us. And I was the only one that moved. <laughs> about a year later my daughter oh. said you know what i don't like these michigan winners i'm going to live with dad and she's been here ever since but nice. you know, maybe someday her mom will come down and you know, hopefully but so uh so, get comfortable and just I mean, moving's a lot of work you know? oh yeah I, i'm not moving anymore I'm, we moved in this house five or six years ago i was like i'm dying in this house i'm done with moving yeah so bruce, bruce Alverson, sorry bruce okay. alverson came on and if you want to pull that up andy he was yeah, late to the party, sorry. but he he did say, "What outfit did you start for in Michigan? What what company?" Doing other that? than this, the company was called uh, Color Tech. Was the name of the company, and we sold a product called the Paint Bowl. And the Paint Bowl oh, was, okay. was a, a mobile <laughs> touch up system. I remember that. Yeah. And uh, and I I was one of the trainers. I traveled all over the world. I've been all over the U.S. and did a lot of outbound training. Um, to Asia several times, in Canada, and and I was a young guy, so it was really. Um, it was a good opportunity and it, and it really helped, you know, shape my personality and my people skills and that sort of thing. Yeah. I'll say it worked because you got to, you do have a great personality. Like me, you finally okay. got to meet at the Nashville tech meetup and like, we just hit it. We started talking like we've known each other forever. And like, you just, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, your uh, personality is awesome. I got to give you props it's for that. Kind of, I, I really like the way <laughs> the PDR industry has gone. And thank you for that. Um, yes, it seems like it wasn't that long ago when there were guys, when, you know, first started, I'll say that long ago. Um, 80s <laughs> but, you know the first guys in pdr used to go behind the building and they'd hide and if anybody walked up they'd stop working and they made it you know and, and i don't i explain to people what i'm doing i don't, I don't yeah, care right. over my yeah. shoulder i'm happy to show them matter of fact i'll put a tool in the hand if they want and just tell them be careful because i'm gonna have to fix it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know like you said at one point it wasn't like that and at you know the last yeah. last 10 15 years of really kind of you know we're trying to get it out there more so and there's still it's so working. many there's still you know probably only five percent of the population really know what it is yeah, right and that's the, the, hard the thing part. is like it's helping everybody supporting each other um i i i'm so much better than that guy i'm making more money than i ever have per hour yeah and it's all due to people like you guys sharing you know your knowledge and uh and what you're doing and and building up each other's confidence you know, well, you know, that's what we're, we're, we're going to all get better. You know, exactly. if we can all just work together and, and, you know, we'd all be better. Yeah. So yeah. Jeremy, thanks. Jeremy, thanks. You're him from the future. Pretty much. <laughs> well, you're 30 minutes for me hunting work and her last names are almost heading on. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I was actually going to go to Michigan um, next weekend. And uh, cause our last weekend of squirrel season is the 31st of uh, March. And I was going to go for that last weekend and squirrel hunt with uh, Fred Delaney and go see my oh, nice. stuff. But um, I'm getting into a new hobby. It's called field target shooting and it's air rifle competitive shooting. Oh, and nice. I've never been to one. And our first match was supposed to be Saturday this week. Well, we got cold weather coming in and they postponed it till the 31st when I was going to. Oh, nice. uh, so yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of an air gun guy. now I put down my bow and I, I do deer hunt a little bit, but, uh, my main thing is just is the air gun hobby. I have a lot of fun with it, and I like chasing squirrels and pest removal and 
<laughs> and I actually have some big bore air gun stuff, so I mean, I can get into to bigger hunting. I've taken several deer with an air rifle. Really? Really? Yeah, That's I got a awesome. 357 uh, air rifle. It gets about 200 foot pounds, which isn't like super high, but um, but it'll kill a deer. So <laughs> I, I didn't even think I've, I've killed a, an alligator with one, but um, yes, you can hunt deer I guess, with I guess, uh, with I, guess I shouldn't say deer. that, but. Carl, I think you and Jeremy's gonna have to hook up on Facebook after this. Like, yeah, <laughs> Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy's like, he's gonna get off. He's like, nope, um, I can't get off now. <laughs> yeah, just just message me, holler at me. Um, here, you, an air rifle has to be thirty caliber uh, or higher to air air gun hunt here, and uh, it, for deer, yeah. uh, right? All, all small game and all that's open, which it isn't like that with every state. All the regulations are different, but. Um, I actually want to do a, a trip this year. One of my buddies in Kentucky, we're talking about getting together and maybe Delaney also. And uh, we're going to go to Florida and do some pest removal on iguanas. Um, <laughs> That'd be awesome. There's actually. Hey, some, get, give me a call. <laughs> your best yeah. yeah, I think it's going to be just a blast. And uh, and we might try to maybe hit up a hog hunt or something. And but <laughs> Jack yeah. Bucknell said America AF. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hello, Jack. That's hilarious. Yeah, hopefully, uh, so, hopefully Jeremy, I've more beer than you have. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> I try to uh, to not offend people. I understand not everybody hunts, and that's okay. <laughs> and uh, but I'm a responsible hunter. I've been doing it my whole life, and been brought up brought up that way. And it's just, uh, <laughs> I'm offending you. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no. I got a hog. Let's see. You, Can we see it? Yeah, we'll show, the, show the count up there. We got a piece earlier. It's hard to do this stuff because you're moving the wrong way. Uh, there's some of the deer. Yeah. And there's, there's one nice. big, all, all this is a, uh, is bow hunting. Um, keep painting there, around. Let's see it all. There's, there's my bobcats. <laughs> I got both them with a bow, one in Tennessee and one in Alabama. Nice. Them two deer coming up are, are Pike County, uh, Illinois deer. Nice. And there's a crow back there. That was a shotgun. That's the only uh, firearm. <laughs> thing That's in the crazy. Room. And what's, and uh, there's some coyotes. Can you see them? Oh, I love it. That's a fun story there. Dude, that's, a... So that's a circle. So the coyotes, I was bow hunting with Fred Delaney in uh, Indiana. And uh, there was supposed to be a 180-inch buck running around there. And I had four arrows. So this coyote come through, and I smacked him. And he let out a yipe. Well, then three more come in to help him. Oh, uh, and then I missed one and I shot a second one and that's, that's both of them on the wall up there. Nice. And then I had the last arrow and another coyote come up at uh 15 yards and a broadside. I was drawn on it. Could have easily taken that one. And uh, I thought this is my last arrow and there's a hundred and eighty buck running around. Here. <laughs> <laughs> so I let it walk, but uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, I see somebody said beautiful mounts. Appreciate it. Yep. Yeah, Carl, this is the most comments I've got. Like, I can't even keep up with posting the comments up here. Like, everybody's <laughs> like, oh, my God. Everybody loves the hunting. I got my readers yeah. up, so I can see some of them. But <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah, trying to get them up there. If I miss a comment, I'm sorry. This is getting insane. I've had a lot of fun with, <laughs> like I said, my, my family were competitive archers, and, and I've had a lot of fun with bow hunting. Um, making the shot was never the issue because I was a target shooter, but getting the animal in front of you, I hunted a lot of public yeah. land, and I would plan all my vacations around hunting, and I was – I think that's almost a dent guy personality. We're obsessive. You know, oh, we yeah, are. Yeah. If you're not obsessive, you're not going to be a good dent guy. Right. You know, You'd be high as high will fly. You'd be that guy. Well, well yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, which I'm not dogging on them guys. I, I, I hope the guys at the auctions never learn how to fix dents. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if you're watching, man, 
no offense, because I really think that them guys are probably making more money than me. But right. but we both get to make money on the same car. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> They'll drill a pile of holes, and then uh, and then the car will show up from the auction at the dealership, and I'll fill all put plugs in all the holes, and then go through the window and fix them. <laughs> <laughs> It was probably Jeremy Nado drilling all the holes. Who knows? And not saying I never drill holes. I, I do wholesale work, and I, I'm not. Criticizing we all do. We all do. So, you know. My wife Amanda said, "Silver lining. You found the silver lining in all of it." Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. You know, and, and I went through actually. Actually, I went through that. Uh, I don't know if it was a high land or whatever high attitude. Where if it came in and another dent guy butchered it all up, I'd say, oh, I ain't working. Then another guy did it. You know, and one day I realized I'm screwing myself out of money. And I actually had this talk as a cousin Clay and made a joke out of it, but it was actually serious because I probably do at least 20% of the money I make is redoing other guys' dents. Wow. I mean, that's that's a hell of a pay raise. Just yeah. take my pride and throw it in the back seat and say, you know what? I don't mind fixing these, you know. <laughs> He said, yeah. Jeremy said he don't drill holes. He, yeah. he manufactures access. He manufactures he access. I had to manufacture <laughs> access today. But, uh, it happens. We, we all do it, and we all buy plugs. and, and you yeah, know, Well, yeah, I mean, I, I try to it. keep it keep it realistic and as tasteful as possible. And But I, I do a lot of wholesale work, and, and that's uh, it's part of the deal. You know, they're not yeah. going to. Oh, yeah. So, um, so. How long have you and your wife been married? How many how many kids do you have? I know you mentioned well, daughter, but that's a that's an up and down story. I have uh, <laughs> I've been divorced three times. Oh wow! Lucky me, I'm really good at it. <laughs> You're professional. I'm great at my memory's pitiful. I'm great at forgetting people too, and uh, <laughs> that's why I try to like everybody. I don't want any enemies. You're right. <laughs> Um, I was married and divorced at 19. So that was just a stupid mistake. You know, I had good intentions and it didn't work out. And then, uh, remarried at 23. And, uh, and that's when I had my, my daughter and my only child. Okay. And, uh, and I raised her, uh, just like a boy. (laughs) (laughs) She hunt and everything with the best of them. She did. Yeah. She's, uh, she didn't continue hunting, but she did give it a try and she gutted her own deer and insisted on getting her hands bloody. (laughs) <laughs> um, uh, we did Taekwondo together from the time she was eight until, uh, until I moved here. Till, so for a lot of years, we're both second degree black belts. Awesome. And, uh, and we taught, we taught at old town gym in Bay city, Michigan for, uh, I taught for eight years and then she continued teaching for another two and she nice. kept up to school. So, um, so I had a lot of fun with that hobby and great exercise. And, you know, mostly it was, you know, bonding with my daughter. That's yeah. awesome. I love it. Yeah, we know how the bonding with daughters is. It's yeah, so then that that wife didn't work out and went on my own separate way and got remarried again. Uh, was with her for ten years and she decided that she didn't want to have any debt and uh, and and that was her her thing and so she left to go find happiness and uh, yeah. wasn't a, a bad marriage. You know, I guess if you're going to have a breakup, that's the way to have it. We had ten great years. My best friend left me and I was brokenhearted, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't violent, you know. I don't know. I'm not going to say she, did. she wasn't cheating, but I can't prove it. And you know, I thought we were happy until she left. So, right now I have a the best woman ever, and uh, I call her Barbie doll. And some of you guys have met her at the. She's been to the shows and followed me around when I was Clay, and and uh, her name's Dory Armstrong, and you know she's 
she's my everything now. So I'm, I'm pretty blessed. That's, That's awesome, awesome, brother. She, she's a, she's a sweet lady. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, but yeah, she spoils I, me more than I deserve. <laughs> <clears throat> I agree with Jack. He said everything happens for a reason. And I'm a firm believer in that too, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't understand it at the time. And you know, my dad told me a long time ago, what don't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. And, and also there's a fine line between love and hate. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you pick yourself off and up and brush yourself off and start over, you know. Hey, Tom. Yep. Tommy. We got Tommy. Even, even David David White said father-daughter relationship yeah, is the best. Right. Yeah. It, you know, oh, I've got yeah. two yeah. daughters. Andy's got one. Um, there's something about that father-daughter bond, even though sometimes yeah. you want to kill them, you know. Especially when they get in that teenage, thirteen oh, yeah. years old. We, we there right now. Two years, <laughs> you're the best, or two weeks, you're the best friends, and two weeks, they're yeah. your mortal enemies. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and once you know, she figured out how to manage the hormones. You know, everything was fine again. But there was a year when she was thirteen, where, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. test your patience. And, See, it's uh, been fourteen for us, so it, it yeah. just took a little. We was delayed a year, I guess here. <laughs> yeah, I used to have a lot of rules. I was, my, she always said I was a strict dad. And, you know, when they're young, when a new kid shows up at your door, you guys, uh, if you, you, I'm sure you have kids and you've seen this. A new kid shows up at your door, it's because their friends, where they're from, they're fighting yeah. with them. And there's something mm -hmm. going on, or they wouldn't be at your place, you know. It's like yeah. a dent guy coming to your lot. The reason he's coming to your lot is he doesn't have work. That's true. Yeah. A really good dent guy. You're like never that. That's crazy. You're, you're never gonna, and I'm not saying I'm a really good dent guy, but you're not going to ever see me at your lot. I got enough, yeah. man. I don't want your work. Right. <laughs> so, so anyway, these kids show up in your yard, and I used to tell them I got I got two rules. One first rule is there's no fighting. The second rule is if you feel like you have to fight, you fight me, and I don't lose. Who's first? <laughs> <laughs> and so they're all afraid of me. <laughs> That's um, hilarious. And then I would tell them I'm not a chump like your parents. You have to behave here. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I really expected someday some parent was going to come up the driveway and say, <laughs> "Hey, you call me a chump." Well, let's but, go. Uh, but it never I think, happened. I have a feeling they pull up and get out and see you and be like, all right, no, nah, we're good. We'll holler at you. No, I'm going to dig my jump ass back home. <laughs> first, time, first time I ever saw Carl in person, I'm thinking, man, that's like Bill Goldberg coming out. Right there. There you, yeah. Built, ball headed. I'm like, yeah. I, was, I don't uh, want to mess with him. Speaking of Jack, I, I was at my, my peak of muscle um, when I was Clay. Yeah. Uh, that year after Clay in November of that year, I, uh, I fell out of a ladder stand. I was uh, installing a ladder stand and I fell 15 foot and bounced off the ground oh. and, and I broke my back. Oh, wow. I broke my L2. And so uh, fortunately it healed up. Um, I'm as good as new, um, but it did have me a long enough lull out of weightlifting that I never got back into competitive bodybuilding again. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if, if I will or won't, but at this point it's not a goal of mine. And, but that's what kind of, that's why Carl's not muscular anymore. It's a, uh, I hurt myself real bad, and I thought, you, you still, know, and you're still and pretty really, big. Yeah, you're holding that back of a life changes. <laughs> that wasn't long ago, though, was it? Less than two years or yeah, about thanks, two years? David. Yeah, it was. Yeah, a couple years. It wasn't that yeah. long ago. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So while we're on the subject of. Yeah, that's what I was play, thinking. We're about right. halfway through, so it's a good time to do it. So um, we're going to do a giveaway. All right. We're going to send some some koozies and stickers to, to one of y'all. So the question is, and the first one to answer correctly is, in 2020, who was Cousin Clay's tag team partner? First one to, first one to uh, answer, get some swag. So, anyway, 
Cousin Clay and who? Facebook monster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> James Menor said me. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't no. Cousin Clay and who, Uncle who Fester. Said monster All right, ready? Josh Dragos. Dragos Dragos wanted. And he was trying to find us to get a koozie at the thing. So. Hey, there's one. Yeah, we got there it. it Josh Dragos yeah. won. Kobe said the guy from Texas. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Josh Kobe. yeah his character name was uh, Billy Bob from Texas. Yep. Yeah. We, Robert, and we almost and we almost Robert did Castella that. Was, man, what a great that guy. <laughs> Kobe said what yeah. Josh said. You can't bounce off that, Kobe. We got a winner. It's not you. <laughs> like I said, I'm glad Dragos won that because he's been he was trying to find us at MPE to get one, get a koozie and stuff, and yeah. we, did, we just missed him somehow. So at least it's somebody that that wouldn't have a chance to get one. You know, I use that koozie all the time. That's awesome. You sent the picture with it. I was yeah. like, yes. Yeah. I use it all the time. Uh, I told you I spoiled my girlfriend packs my lunch every day, and she'll put a couple of Diet Mountain Dews in there, and usually I'll get one out, throw it in the koozie, and set it on my wherever wherever I'm working at the time. And Yep, That's I use awesome. it all the time. It was really, really cool to see our faces on everybody's beers and stuff. And he was crazy. They were all over the place. I was like, so so the, the Friday, uh, not Friday, night, Thursday night at the meet and greet, you know, uh, I was handing, I brought a, a backpack full of, you know, just threw a bunch in there. And I was just kind of handing them out. I'm like, screw this. I went down every line of the bars and I just started handing them out until I was out of them at the time. Man, we were getting people tagging us on uh, Instagram and stuff that were detailers. <laughs> that were all right. yeah, everybody. Had oh, heck it. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got this. You know, there's something about that going into character that uh, it's just fun. And it's, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. Every video that I've done as Cousin Clay was unrehearsed. I had no idea what I was going to say. <laughs> Every single one is one take. Yeah, wow. I put the teeth in. I become a different person. And stuff comes out and it ends up, you know, either being funny or not, but we roll with it. It's amazing how much different it made you look. Like once I seen you without as not, you know, as yourself, like I didn't even, right. it took me a minute to put the two together. I was like, holy shit, what? Randy wanted to keep that. See, I, I had a country band for a little while. Back to the obsessive thing. I learned how to play guitar. And then and when I was 27, I bought my first guitar. By the time I was 30, I, I started singing. Before I was 31, I had a band and I did that for 10 years. And, well, uh, still, you so, still sing some, don't you? Like, yeah, you sing don't you beat play? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And, and so, at one, that's how Cousin Clay was born. We were playing a Halloween party, and I come up with that costume, and <laughs> you know, kept the teeth in all night and sang. Well, then people were like, "Hey, man, can you can you pop in? It's my mom's birthday. Can you pop in where she works?" And, <laughs> and you know, so Cousin Clay became a thing. Wow. But, uh, you know, he'd disappear for a couple of years, and then I'd find the old teeth and put them in and do something, yeah. do a video. And then Randy really thought, he thought that was just the greatest thing. So oh, he yeah. started PDR interviews. Carl, man, I want you to be a comic relief for my for my PDR interview channel. He said, it's nonprofit. There's nothing in it for you. What do you think? I said, hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, I remember the form uh, on, on, on the show right now. <laughs> I don't know, Fred Bear, but that's a good one. Um, The Christmas, you know, show that, 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 Randy did, you know, the Christmas before last, December before last, and uh -huh. you came on and you were singing Christmas carols. Out, <laughs> you were at some wholesale line. You're just out there walking around <laughs> with the teeth in, just to sing. And I'm like, I wonder what all the people walking around think of this. <laughs> they know me. I, I I'll be working my car out there singing it. That's funny. I'm just trying to figure out: is there anything you don't do? You sing, you hunt, you, you black, black belt in taekwondo. Yeah. You got it all going. Jesus Christ! Well, when I get into something, I tell people I'm not the best in anything, but I do my best. 
Right. So I, I never, you know, I taught Taekwondo. I'd tell the parents, I said, I, I, I can't probably get your kids ready for the Olympics, but I can teach them the art of Taekwondo. And, uh, you know, that's just, uh, and the same with, with musician, you know, I, I played on a, a local level and, you know, kind of around the state. I did go to Nashville and made a CD. So I'm technically a Nashville recording artist. Nice. Although it was with an independent <laughs> label and I never made anything, but I was on some charts over in, uh, in Europe. Wow. So, yeah. Like I said, I heard you singing it. You know, you brought your guitar up to the meetup and stuff. I heard you singing in, inside. You, yeah. you and I was like, hell yeah. yeah. Thank you. I do mostly country and mostly 90s stuff. You know, it's that's where my niche is. And, you know, I'm an old guy. So that's <laughs> but the new country. I wouldn't know where to start. I mean, especially 90s country. I love this it. new this new country, you know, we used to call that rap. I don't know. Yeah, it's not. It's, I, I call it pop. <laughs> I like it's rap, not country that, at all. That's what we call yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, it's not country at all anymore. So the next time we have, uh, the next time we're on those Dent Guys podcast or have them on, Ben Martin, they're over in the UK. We're like, hey, y'all know, uh, you know, cousin Clay, he got a got an album out over there. Yeah, Let's see what they say. <laughs> Howdy, so, Bonnie. Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Love Bonnie. So, so what? Uh, how'd you like MTE this year? Man, it was great. I want to go hunting with Bonnie. She does great. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. big deer over there. They look like they have a blast. They go, they yeah. Got I, elk I running the mobile, all around. The mobile tech yeah. this year was great. Um, two years ago, when the last one we had, when I was cousin Clay, I missed it. I mean, I, I was politicking the whole time. Um, I had fun and, and no regrets. But um, when I was done with cousin Clay, you know, and, and of course I was fired up the whole yeah. time. You know, high energy. And then now I got 20 minutes to go shop for my tools and go around and try to do what I went through to do. And so I left like not prepared. I, I didn't really get as much out of that. But what I did get is I made a lot of friends. Um, yeah. and, and a lot of that really helped me. I was able to go to a, a training thing with um, uh, Robert Castillo and Randy Hobson and uh, over in Missouri. And that was great. I picked up some good tips and some good techniques and stuff there. And um so it helped me better myself as a dent guy, which that's that's the goal of MTE. You know, I go there to try to find something that's going to make me better, no matter how big or how small. Mm -hmm. yeah. We always can, refer to what Don Cavanaugh said. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we always refer to what Don Cavanaugh said. Like, you can learn so much at sitting at the bar outside than you can actually in the MTE show, like just talking to other technicians and stuff around at the bar. It, so. It's so true. You get around people that that, that it's. I want to say they think like you, but. They have that same passion. You're you're in your tribe, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, definitely. <clears throat> well, that's one thing I'm, I mentioned. I was going to get into this new shooting sport, uh, new to me. It's called field target shooting. It's air, mm -hmm. competitive air gun shooting, and that's what I'm hoping to get out of that. Not to go win a bunch of things. I want to go and and be with my tribe. You know, talk to yeah. other guys that have the same passion for air guns that I do, and learn what I can about it. Um, yeah, I am on Instagram, but I don't I don't do that much. Um, you can find me on Facebook for sure. And when I signed in today on this Facebook page, I think I'm on the wrong page. I have one that I set up on accident. Um, <laughs> I got a new phone and the new phone didn't find <laughs> the new phone who did. Well, and eventually I, I remember the password and I got on the right one. And so there's two, I have two pages out there and one, and I don't know how to delete it. I tried to, and I couldn't figure it out. So, and, and when you do it, I, I think it takes it'll be the one with a picture of me, though. If you, if you search for it and find me on Facebook, it's the one with the picture. Hey, Kevin, something bird man, he was on the show, he was on Dits and Dreams last night. Him and uh, uh Kyle Chase was Kyle on Chase. with uh, John Vadim, yeah. 
Everybody's got the shows rolling heavy right now. I love it. Yeah. So, so where think, were we, man? Did I ever make it through the the dent guy? Why <laughs> I became a dent guy? Yeah, I so think then so. I, and, then, and then we moved on to so the. Then I moved to Alabama, um, 2010, and uh, I was still not a full time dent guy, but I was working on my game, and I started working <laughs> for dealerships. I subcontracted with a local guy, and uh, for a couple years, and he, he was able to put me on some accounts, and you know that was kind of a. It didn't work out great, but with with that person, yeah. but without getting too negative. Um, ever since I set my feet on Alabama soil, I had been busy and, uh, and the goal, uh, the goal was to, to eventually be a 100% dance and get out of paintwork, but paintwork was what I was comfortable with. And I was, you know, relatively good at it. I did it my whole life and there wasn't a lot of competition here. So I stayed with paintwork at one dealer for, uh, close to 10 years. And then they found somebody cheaper and fired me. <laughs> Funny how that works. Always the, yeah. Always the case. So, yeah. And, uh, I never had a complaint there. I mean, they could put me with their with their customers. I, I did a lot of work for their service department. Um, yeah. Uh, and it kind of hurt my feelings when they fired me. But the thing is, is that that's where I wanted to go. And that's that's when they fired me. I I, I did. Hey, Ken, how's it going, brother? He <laughs> said you made it, brother. <laughs> yeah. I, that's when I decided. Okay, I'm doing dents full time, and I don't care what it takes. And uh, I mean, it's it's been really easy. It's it's not because I'm a vendor at heart. I've been doing this my whole life. Mm -hmm. um, I do service dealerships. I like to get out and do hail with my friends uh, when I'm not a burden to them and I can come in for two weeks and because I don't want to travel for a living. Um, mm -hmm. But I like to go in, you know, and if you guys ever get stuff that, that you think if I can come in for a week, you know, you need a tech for a week. Call me up. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll come out and work for a while. And if, if you run out of work, cool. Send me home. No hard feelings. And, uh, but I like getting with other guys and cause it makes me, you know, I want to get better, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. And even if a tech, which neither of you guys are, are this tech, but even if a tech isn't to where you are, you still can pick something up from them. Yeah. You can still oh, learn yeah. from a guy that has less experience, that's been doing it less, that, that maybe can't do dance as well as you, you still can pick something up. So I really like oh, yeah. getting on other techs. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Like just cause your, your skills not there pushing wise don't mean your brain's not working a different way than all our other brains are. Yeah. So I've never taken Right. Well, I mentioned table. that, uh, that I trained people doing paint touch up for years and years and I trained, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people. Um, I learned more from the people that I trained than the people that trained me, you know, yeah. and they were sending me to training yeah. classes all the time. And, and all that. It, they'll always ask something in a question or, or might ask the same question in a different manner that makes you think and say, wow, okay. And even if it's how to answer that question, you're, you're always learning, you know? So, Definitely. yep. You, yeah. you never, you're, we're never going to know everything about it. I, I'm, I'm sorry, but it's the right. truth and we're not like yeah. I was telling Andy earlier that it's constantly I, evolving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I worked late on a dent the other night to get it done. And then it hit today. <laughs> I'm like, why didn't I use these tabs that I have that are, that I, I'm just, I'm sitting in the, we're going to lunch and I'm in the line <laughs> at the bank trying to make a deposit. And I just say something out loud and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? My wife's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about a dent I've already done in the customers, how I could have moved it faster with the right. stupid tabs that I have right here on my cart. And I never even thought about it. It, it just it happens. It yeah. happens and you get, you get busy. Hey, um, who is the Facebook user uh, that just said, you're always fun to work with. Always positive. Put your yeah, name in there. So we know who it is. Yeah. Um, Was that Ken Maddox? No, no Ken's Ken. got his name up. Yeah. His name shows up. 
I wonder if it's Fred. I Can Fred be watching this, this year? Ken is a, he's a great tech here in, in North Alabama. Um, has a lot of great contacts with the body shops, and it was really a, a, an awesome experience. I learned a lot. Was and it was great. at a time where I didn't have a lot going on. And uh, I mentioned earlier that, you know, I needed the work, and it just happened at the right time, and I've been busy ever since. Right. So, yeah, Ken's a great guy. Uh, anybody that doesn't know him. Hey, Freddie. Yes, Fred. Oh, um, Fred, that too. That's another great one. Yeah, he's uh, he is. Right. What a talented guy, too. That, I mean, don't don't ever get him to come work for you. I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He'll just save your ass. <laughs> he's, 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 man, he, he'll become like your brother, man. Right. I love yeah. that dude to death. If Freddie can't make it pretty, it can't be done. He's yes. he's a hell of a tech. He's got he's a great tech, man. He really I, I learned a, I learned a lot from him having him here on the Hellstorm. Yeah, and, I would uh, believe it. You know, and he and he yeah. said he's like he's just like me. He second guesses himself on stuff. I'm he's like, humble. Dude, it's like flawless. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, he's he's very humble. He's got a great attitude. Yes. So he's, if he's there's a, one guy that's my brother, that's that's Freddie. We've that's been awesome. we've been close friends for a long time, and. uh now, you did know, you meet him? I trust him with my life. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I actually, I don't know if I was working at Paintball at the time, or maybe I was, but at one point, I remember him telling me, he says, he, I taught him how to lift weights. We got into that. We trained together for a while. Guy blew up like a dang balloon. He can look <laughs> at weights and grow. And yeah. it just did great. <laughs> and we were real close there. And then at one point, I was going through my divorce and I quit hunting. He's like, man, I want you to teach me how to bow hunt. I said, no, I'll get one of the other guys. And no, you got to do it. I said, well, you know, why me? Because you're the best. I'm like, <laughs> how do you say no to that? Okay, come yeah. on, Freddie. We're going to go bow hunt. So, and, uh, and he's better than me now. The guy's just an incredible shot, and he thinks out of the box, and I'm kind of old school, and, and he's, a, he's a really good hunter and, and good and, at everything and, he does. And you probably needed that at the time, too. That's I did. the type of guy that he I is, did. that he's going to find a way to – you want to get me off the grass and back to being Carl again? That's fine. I said, and I got to brag on it too. I hadn't met Fred, and you know we had that that flood in Waverly or whatever we saw about earlier, and you know he loaded up and got a bunch of stuff together, donated, and like that. Got was a big huge heart to come down. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank yeah. you, Fred, for that still. Like that's yeah. awesome. Glad I finally got to meet him in person. You know, you know, even, there, even you know, if it was a brief. MP, we got to actually hang. MP, we actually got to hang out a little bit, so that was cool. So, yeah, so with with that is you know I was bringing the trailer load. And he was from, you know, I'm only, what, six and a half hours from you, Carl? Yeah. And he's 12, 13 hours from Michigan. Right. They drove down. And, and by the time I got to your house that Saturday morning, they had just got in pretty much. They just and drove they were, hours, yeah. Yeah, we were going to pick you up. And me, you, and Fred were going to, yeah, we're going to follow me up there. And then I pull up, and you're on the front porch, like, giving me air five <laughs> and finding out you've got COVID. Air and, five. Uh, yeah, it's like from the porch over there. Hey, right? yeah. but um, what's up, y'all? Dang it! I can't go. Yeah, but then but then he turned right around and uh, we we put all the stuff in in my trailer, and then that way Amanda could drive, and uh, he could get some rest. Yeah, two and a half hours to to Waverly right there, and you know what? It people like that, like y'all, you know that that just drop whatever it is i mean that far away to, to come down and oh, just donate stuff. Yeah. you know there's not many people that's going to do that so no uh, that's what i said i consider him my my brother that's right yeah. durf <laughs> what, facebook what I mean. saying durf that's got to be david christensen but i'm just guessing <laughs> yeah. i couldn't see his name yeah he, he had said up here that he Wolfie. was on um another there great tech this is david christian yeah how you doing brother i remember the first hailstorm that i went to i was watching david's stuff and he comes over and looks at my work and 
turn <laughs> turn the light on the opposite side and I'd never knew how to cross check and I had to go over and do every damn bend again. Goodness. <laughs> you had to do my quality check. And I, thought, man, <laughs> I thought, man, he's the best tech I ever met, which he was. <laughs> that, Bonnie, you had to go back and re-listen. We <laughs> were talking about the air rifles earlier before I think you hopped on. So, but and then he wants to come back. Yeah, happy to help talk you about them all the time. I have a pile of fun with that stuff. Yeah. So uh, let's get into the because uh, I I purchased one from you, but you were making slingshots there for I a need while. One. Yeah. yeah by the way. You know where that came? Um, I fell down and broke my back, and uh, in November, and I couldn't do much, so I started whittling. And at first I was doing them all with a knife and then a file and sandpaper. And eventually I started using some other tools, but I would have about 10 hours into making a, a slingshot and everyone was, was different. And, uh, um, I could shoot them. Okay. Because it's just like shooting a bow for the most part. Yeah. And, uh, and I had a lot of fun with it. And, uh, everyone I'd, I'd make, I was like, man, this one's great. And I'd go shoot it. Oh, it shoots great. But it was already somebody else's slingshot. Yeah. So I'd send it out to them. <laughs> and the funny thing now, I shoot a slingshot from Simple Shot. It's just a plastic slingshot. You know, it's nice, but I don't even yeah. shoot one of my custom ones because every one I made, I sold. Yeah. Wow. You should have kept one. Yeah. You, always, really, you always keep the first one of whatever you make. It really helped. And and honest, and thank you to you and to everybody that, that did buy a slingshot from me because it really gave me purpose and it helped me at a time. Uh, when I was down, yeah. some reason I didn't know you were selling them because I'd have been yeah. all over. Like I thought I, uh, you were just making them for fun and stuff. I, I had hear them. I had one month. I think I did. I sold twenty two slingshots. I sold for a hundred apiece. Oh, I made wow. twenty two hundred bucks whittling slingshots. Yeah, um, I'm trying to get some pulled up on your face. It really, it really was a big thing to me. So the people that are there that, that did so help awesome. me out there, thank you. It, it, yeah, there. I yeah. should have brought mine. There, it's yeah. it's, a yeah, com- it it's a comfortable. Yeah, you know, slingshot too, and beautiful. I'm talking yeah. about absolutely beautiful. Thank you. And what I loved is that you <laughs> are awesome. Like you, you sent me pictures of the the knot and all that you cut out of the tree. Like you walk out there and you'd find something and you'd right. you cut it and you'd send a picture of that, and then you you know the progress. I, of I tried to do that and, with everybody. I'd show them the starting and then show them as yeah. it as it developed. And uh my girlfriend to look at it and say, I don't know what you're gonna do with that. And then when I'm done, she goes, I'm just amazed with your vision. How did you make that out of, how did you do that? How do you, you know? That's awesome. So, you know, I just kept working on it until I liked it. You know? I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say this because my wife just texted me uh-huh. and no offense to everybody else, but she just said my favorite show so far. He's so humble <laughs> and just seems like a good guy. And she's he's like, always smiling too. Oh. Like it's, it's contagious. <laughs> Your smile is contagious very much. Yeah, so. Thank you. And, and he and he and now he looks like Santa Claus. So yeah, I mean, any right, kids that are watching this, hey, here's Santa Claus right here. So you Brandon, be you're good. not sitting on my lap. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Things just got weird. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah get bored and happen to. Make some slingshots again. Holler at me if you want to sell some. I know David White even just said he had no idea too. So I will. I stopped doing it just because uh it takes about ten hours to do one. And and yeah. at the time I, I couldn't push dance. It's all I could do. Right. So I did a lot yeah. of it. Um, you know, so I think it was I don't know if it's something I'll ever get back into, but I had a lot of fun with it. And uh yeah. you know, well, that's kind of like me with the flags and the mask I were doing. <laughs> it was fun for a moment, but then it yeah. ended up yeah, yeah, great. They were it, beautiful. It yeah. wrote it tore my rotator cuff up, it tore my elbows up, and I had to quit doing it for a while. Yeah, but I you, finally I, I made Fred one. And yeah, he liked it a lot. That was beautiful. I seen it. 
but I use I, instead of using two by fours, I use two by twos, and I didn't have to use a chainsaw and any of the the rough cutting stuff. Uh-huh. And it didn't hurt my arms, so I'm like, well, if if somebody wants them, I can make them out of this now. And it's half the weight, and you know, I've seen somebody say slingshots are illegal somewhere or whatever. And hey, uh, I've seen that. Me. You don't actually oh, hear. He, he's talking to David White. He's messing with David White. They go back and forth with each. Other. Actually, here in Alabama, you can't you can't conceal a slingshot. It's, it's really? like written somewhere where it's illegal to conceal a slingshot or to carry a slingshot. But I always did anyway. I don't. I mean, you got to be a pretty big asshole to, to attack an old right. guy with a slingshot. <laughs> But it's cool walking around with it in your back pocket, though. Right. How like much time we got left? In the fifties. We got as oh, much got time. What? Yeah, yeah, we're good. I got to use the restroom. Okay. Well, go, hey, just d- go ahead. I'm going to mute your uh, microphone. Okay. Yeah, don't pull a camera. Yeah, you're not like you. All right. <laughs> all right. Be right back. I'll pull up Mandy's comment. Mandy, I will say the people we've had on is all great people. So I don't think <laughs> everybody understands. Like, I mean, two of the people we've had on is right here loving the crap out of this one, too. So <laughs> Jeremy and David. <laughs> so, yeah, we're good. He said, yeah, look, Kevin uh, said, leave your mic on. He ain't pulling one of your cards, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Kyle Chase last night, it sounded like he, he got it and left his mic on. Oh, Lord. Tell me you Florida boys and pissing on camera. <laughs> crazy but yeah it's, uh, it's been a great show so far i can't there i do um yeah uh, <laughs> jeremy's jeremy's gonna replace david with carl <laughs> hey jeremy uh, i mean carl could be your tag team partner next year too yeah god i can't keep up with him man he said they've all been good he's just so nice and positive everything i fully agree man he's like i said he's just smiling and he's got a lot going on and he enjoys and it's it's freaking awesome Kyle, Kyle this. of course it is no we're we're not gonna hear anything because i, I muted his mic so we're not going we're yeah not we're, gonna we're good <laughs> ken said damn prostate <laughs> oh guys the small bladders it's been hard to keep up with the comments night i'm loving it i'm, I'm loving yeah. the engagement and everything but i'm like ah did i miss one hey, hey josh i, really uh, I agree bruce while we have a second, uh, tomorrow I'll I'll message you and get your uh, get your mailing address and stuff, and I'll I'll send you a little package. So, Amanda's oh on Amanda's too. on all right Hi, Amanda, all Amanda's Amanda's and <laughs> yeah we we all have Amanda's so you know me you and Fred have have Amanda's. He said I'm mute. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put up David. Typical David White puts a comment up that I can't put. Like, hey, so if, if 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 you're new coming on while he's uh, he's off of here, but the whole time we were originally talking, there he is. Let me yeah. hang on. All right, there we go. Now you're back. <laughs> hey, sorry about that, guys. When you hit when you hit the fifties, you got to go to the bathroom. You got to go now. I saw Kim Kim Maddox said, "Damn prostate." <laughs> yeah, yeah it's exactly. the same in the forties though. But. Big as a grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <coughs> got what I was going to ask. I know we we went from the the um, slingshot. Bonnie was asking about the the air rifle. What what air rifle do you have? I think I think I saw a picture of it the other day. Y'all squirrel hunting or something. You, you I, uh, yeah, I, 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 hard I, I couldn't agree more. Sorry, I, I have a few air rifles. I started out with some brake barrel stuff and had a, a load of fun with that. And then each time I'd get something a little different, a little better. And now I'm into the type of rifle that's called a PCP. That's uh-huh. a pre-charged pneumatic um, air rifle. 
And uh, so basically it's, it's a lot like a paintball gun. Um, it's not CO2 because CO2 is less power. This high power air, you pump the tank up to between 3,000 and 4,500 PSI. Um, you'll get multi shots. It's basically on a valve system. You know, a hammer hits the valve and that allows a certain amount of air to go out. Some of them are regulated and some aren't. Um, my favorite one right now is a, is a custom Benjamin, Benjamin Marauder. I got a bullpup stock and it's a 25 caliber, just beautiful. Is that that little, the smaller? The smaller little, one. Yeah. Little pretty, I think that's that? the one I saw the picture of the other day. Yeah. I, uh, I get about, um, 50 foot pounds out of that. So it's, it's pretty powerful. Um, and uh, very accurate. There are match barrels in them. Um, Isn't it crazy? I do have a 30 cal. Uh, I just got a, a AEA Challenger Pro. It's kind of heavy, but it's more of a bench gun. And I haven't shot it 100 yards yet. My 30 cal right now, I have it tuned down to 900 foot per second. So I'm shooting great at about 100 foot pounds. That's crazy. Um, and so it's it's getting close to the energy of a 22 long rifle. And it's a, a, a 50 grain uh, pellet, basically. Wow. Yeah, yeah, is that Freddy? My Condor is better. Probably. <laughs> I had a Condor too. Is um, I've I've had a few, and and you know I've kind of sold a couple and to get new stuff, and um, the same thing I used to do with archery. I get a bow shooting great, and then want the new one, and I'd sell the one that shot great for half what I paid for it, and somebody got an awesome deal, and I got yeah, to try out the new one. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's crazy that with an air rifle, as long as it's thirty cal. Um, you can use that to hunt deer with, but you can't use a twenty-two. You're in, right. In Alabama, You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, my three fifty-seven air rifle is. Uh, I have killed deer with it, but honestly, it's not enough energy <laughs> because you don't get a blood trail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeremy we're, said, we're if you're selling, I'm buying. <laughs> yeah, you you and Jeremy need to hook up because. Oh, uh, you ought to see. Yeah, he's, there's he's Jeremy won't be in our taste group. Y'all start talking, Jeremy won't be in our taste group anymore. He'll just yeah. be talking to Carl all the time. <laughs> there, there's a lot of stuff going on with air rifles right now in the U.S. You know, I got out of it for a little while um, when I was bodybuilding and kind of got out of hunting for a while, but um, now I'm back in it, you know, crazy yeah. like I used to be. And, <laughs> and there's a lot of new guns coming from different countries that are affordable and, and great. <laughs> Don't need a blood trail if you hit them. Yeah, you do. Yeah, in the right spot. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, I uh, I shot one actually this year with Freddie. Um, I shot a doe at a, about thirty yards. Made a perfect shot on it. We got on video, and uh, it was snowing, and it covered up the tracks, and there was no blood trail. It's a small enough hole, and uh, and it got in the swamp. We don't know what direction it turned, and it's dead somewhere. We couldn't find it, and that's that sucks. That's a tragedy. That really sucks. Yeah. And, and as a hunter, it's it's your you know, the thing you try the most not to do. Um, so I'm not going to use the 357 anymore. I had good luck. I got three deer, found all them. The fourth one I lost. And who knows? I mean, we all know people have lost yeah. them with high-powered rifles. And, you know, oh, it yeah. happens. But, yeah, I um, shot one with a 308, and it's basically the same thing. It was late in the evening. It took off, couldn't find it. And the next day, my cousin yeah. hunted the same place, found it in the pond. So it, it happens, you know. And, and so it's we don't we don't intend not to happen. And, and I've anchored. I've... Uh, had a very successful um, time deer hunting. I, I bow hunted since I was 14 years old and uh, I've killed well over a hundred deer with a bow and not any giant, giant bucks, but you've seen the few, few I've got here, they're smaller, but, um, but I've had a lot of fun and, you know, I know how to put a shot on an animal to make a humane, humane, good kill. 
Yeah. So, and, uh, so where are you? Where are you aiming with that? Uh, with that three fifty seven? I put it right through the lungs. I stayed off the shoulder, went right through the rib cage. Okay. And uh, um, if I deer hunt again with an air rifle, it'll be with a 45 caliber or bigger and uh, something at least 400 foot pounds or more. Um, Not that you can't do it because I've done it and you can do it, but you're going to, it's a little more humane. You're going to have a better retrieval um, success retrieving it. So uh, my, yeah, I I believe it. The gator I shot, he was about a five foot. Uh, oh, that's with, cool. my, with my Benjamin, my original one from when I was 10 years old, my old pump Benjamin. Yeah. And I only pumped it up five times, but I aimed right behind his eye where that soft spot is. Uh-huh. And he basically, I shot and he went, he just rolled on his belly. Oh, <laughs> we like, oh crap. <laughs> we had a set of, this was after Katrina down there in New Orleans, you know, there wasn't nobody. So your around. Benjamin was at a, what caliber was that? Just a 22. Okay, yeah. 22 caliber. You know, just yeah, old. Just got a soft spot up top or whatever. So it's right behind the eye. There's that soft spot. It's yeah. like it's here. If you shoot straight through there, it goes right through the brain. He just turned upside down. Yeah, pig, I thought they pig, had it on yeah, top of their head, which I watched that was that show they was hunting gator on or whatever. They shoot yeah. the top of the head or whatnot. Oh, yeah. they're just they're just shooting. They're just if you, if you shoot a pig right between the eyes, unless it's a real big pig, that yeah. it's I, I can with my 25 caliber air rifle humanely dispatch a pig. By shooting between the eyes, and and I I raised pigs, so I I knew that you know I yeah. was able to, um, and a lot of people wouldn't think that, but usually you know farmers when they butcher pigs they use a twenty two short. I mean that's that's not very much energy, and they just right between their eyes they're brain dead, they don't feel yeah. anything, and then you cut the juggler and they bleed out, so now you have a nice clean um, animal. There's not a lot of blood to deal with in the process, and yeah. I processed all my own animals. I still do um, deer and if. Anybody wonders with the squirrels, I clean those and eat them too. And I got some I was actually, recipes. That's what I was actually going to ask. Like I was going to get into some recipes that you've had. What's your favorite deer recipe that you cook? With deer? Um, man, I got a bunch of them. Recently, I started doing uh, back straps. I just sear them and I season them up and sear them and then put them in the oven for 15 minutes. And uh, it's super easy and they turn out great. Nice. And then, uh, I do a lot of, I almost, I cut all my deer in a roast and I don't cut any steaks. If I want steaks, I think they freeze better as a chunk. And then Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll cut steaks after I thought, but I do a lot of roast and, uh, or I'll stew. I'll take a roast and cut it off into one inch cubes, put it in and make stew. And, uh, and I use an Instapot. It's super easy. It always turned out tender. Um, it's a, very little gaminess. Of course, I'm not shooting giant bucks, so the yep. the deer I am shooting are a little younger and right. uh, and does, and I I that's my preference. They taste better, but oh yeah, tender yeah. meat and they taste better. <laughs> yeah, any when I any of the bucks that I shot, I make them into hamburger or jerky, and uh, you know I I have eaten so many deer, I've been processing it for so long that it's uh, well, that's like the uh... it's. Yeah, I can tell the difference. You know, a lot of people say you can't tell the difference between a buck and a doe. Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And Definitely especially, can. especially young does. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, right. Yeah. Like this. Like I. Yeah, yeah. I killed two in one shot this year. They lined up perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I got down there. They were pretty much had just lost their spots, but they they were they were orphans. And uh, easy I was to like, drag and easy to clean and very good eating. And I, I cubed it, it, it all right there at the uh, at the camp. I cubed both them little deer. You know, a Man, lot of that's, that's some of the best. There's a lot of people, and everybody has their own. It is the best meat. 
everybody has their own theory on hunting. You know, you shouldn't shoot the young ones. You should shoot the young. You shouldn't shoot any does or whatever. But you know, thanks, Ken. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, if you're going to shoot a doe or you want a large adult doe, will have at least one, but probably two fawns, and they're going to be healthier because she's already done her growing her nutrition. They're going to be healthier than that Bambi doe that you shot. Yeah. So you're actually doing your herd a justice by taking the younger doe because she's bred. And as, as a yearling, she's going to have a litter, but that baby she produces isn't going to be as healthy and as big and probably isn't going to have doubles because she's just a young deer herself. Yeah. So if you were to take that one and harvest it for your freezer, it's not like we're killing them and leaving them out there. No. It's going to taste better. And you actually, in my opinion, it's just my opinion, and I'm, you know, old redneck, but it actually does your herd justice, you know, because a a big deer, and and this is proven, you can read it right in Pope and Young, a big, healthy, mature doe will drop a buck that's more likely to be a quality, larger trophy buck. Yeah. That's the last one I shot uh, of the season, uh, right, right before Dark Forum came out. And uh, she was the only one that went to my little bait pile. And the others, which you could tell, was an older doe and two bigger, younger ones. And she was playing with them. I was like, this is the younger single by herself. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's the one I'm taking. And so I did. And, um, yeah, it's uh, I, I get most of it put into to hamburger. But I, I love a good deer jerky. Uh, Amanda's got a good recipe for a season for deer jerky. Oh my god! I like now, she'll, she'll make a bag and it's gone that night. I'm like, Let me now she it. is she doing it on the smoker or is she doing it in? No, we got a hydrator. Uh, yeah, we got okay. like a five tray hydrator or whatever. Dehydrator, yeah. I should say. That's the next thing I wanna I wanna kind of do. Um, but I think you can do it sure. on a smoker too. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's probably a little better on a smoker. But on the dehydrator, it's it's more like like jerky instead of smoked meat. Yeah. Right. And what I do is I have a jerky cannon, which is like a cock nun. Yeah. But you put season your burger and you put it in there and you squeeze it out, comes in a nice even strip mm-hmm. and you run a circle around, just turn your dehydrator and run this spiral circle around the whole thing. And, uh, and they turn out great. Yeah. It comes out like more like the slim Jim or the beef sticks or whatever. Yeah, you it, looks that like, way. Yeah. it looks like the one that's 50 cents at the gas station that, you know, the old, <laughs> they almost look like dog treats, but, when you make them yourself, they're great. You so know, I got right. a Traeger. I'll need to try some. I need to get yeah. some deer meat so I can do some Traeger jerky. I, ain't, I haven't tried any deer meat on the Traeger because I ain't had none. I, don't yeah, I, still, I still have several uh, back straps frozen right now. So, Yeah, uh, I had a, a, a good season this year. I didn't hunt deer that hard. And uh, here at my <laughs> house. <laughs> Mandy said we're making her hungry. Don't make me hungry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here, here at my place, I didn't get a shot at a deer until the day before season ended. And I had two does come through and was able to take one at about 80 yards with uh, a 308 rifle. I was using a rifle then. Right. But um, but I went hunting in, in Michigan on their late doe season, and, and uh, I had an awesome guide and uh, used his crossbow. Wow. And then yeah. one, night oh, nice. we took, and one night we filled three tags. Oh, wow. And, uh, and he already had deer, so I was fortunate he sent me home with that. And then I I really did. I could hunt squirrels. I didn't need any more deer meat. So <laughs> I had a buddy invite me, and I went out and got uh, I got one with him. So I was able to to do a nice headshot on a deer. And then then I took the other one. And so, I man, I got plenty of meat in the freezer. Let Very me know, nice. Andy, if I had that way, I'll bring you some. Yeah, that'd be uh, perfect. Like I said, I'd love to get some. It's been a yeah. while. 
Jeremy's Maybe. asking where you hunted in Michigan. In Michigan, we were hunting Midland County, and uh, it was uh, um, private land that we I was only able to get in because it was late doe season. Mm -hmm. nice. One of the you know areas that they they manage their bucks and stuff. And is that Fred? Is that where you got yours at? Is that where you got that book? It is. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. He he sends me a picture, and it's just of blood on the ground. I'm like, and then he, he didn't send anything else for a while. I'm like, dude, you're leaving me hanging. Did you get it or not? <laughs> he finally sent sent the picture with the horns. I'm like, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Kobe said he needed to do some elk hunting this year. Freezer's getting low. Kobe, I need to, when you get, uh, after your surgery, you get to feeling better. You want to talk. I got great stories about elk hunting. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was fortunate enough to get paid to go video for TV show, uh, for a solid week. You, you and then so. Yeah, Bonnie, I'm about to order some tools just so I need some sweet heat jerky on the side. Right. <laughs> I don't even need any tools. I'll be like, I gotta get some yeah. jerky. This is the way I get it. I just, uh, I just got an order an air rifle from a guy. Um, he wanted in a, a contest or something. And then so I picked it up for a couple hundred bucks cheaper than what they are new. And uh, he made salsa, in it, or not salsa, hot sauce. And he was telling me, I said, well, won't you throw some of that hot sauce in the air gun? And uh, and he did. He, he packed wow. it up real neat, put it in with the air rifle when he shipped it to me. And I was more excited about that hot sauce than it was the air rifle. <laughs> it was really hey, you good. You check out a, one of our buddies, Josh Roberts, intertwined with a company called Tacticalories. They got a lot of great seasonings and sauces and stuff like that. And yeah. I think what's the discount code? Like PDR, you save 10% off. Like I got I a discount remember. code just for dick guys. I believe it's PDR. Okay. So cool. you yeah, check yeah. out Tacticalories. I'll send you the link to it. Yeah, yeah. Do, do that. Thank you. And they go through it like crazy because last time I looked right before MTE and uh, what I wanted, they were oh, yeah, out it's gone. Like as soon as it's up, it. it's gone. Yeah. Right. They got bacon ketchup. I love it. I try to keep keep that on stock. Like, what's better than bacon and ketchup? And then you Look, just put it all together. Any, anything with bacon. <laughs> right. If it's got bacon, it's going to be good. <laughs> right. right. That's like the ballpark. I get I get sunflower seeds. And I love the bacon flavor. That's, one, that's, that's oh, my favorite yeah. one. So. Well, man, we've uh, yeah. You got anything else to talk about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we could sit been here all night, far, right? <laughs> we're, we're Don Cavanaugh still Don Cavanaugh still holds the record. He went an hour and a half, so we, yeah. <laughs> ain't nobody gotten close to that one. I'm, I'm not trying to be nobody. It's okay. We'll let him be the king. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you've been you've been epic, yeah. Carl. I've loved it. Just yeah, we've had it's, over. It's flown by, and we've had yeah. over twenty the whole time, and we were up to like twenty seven, twenty eight. Uh, viewers well and uh constant yeah. so that's good yeah, yeah like i said good. the interaction we appreciate everybody interacting too that was huge so we got a lot of yeah, good conversation good. out of that yeah next yeah. country elk hunt group is what we need <laughs> right and bonnie bonnie don't you have them like walk around the shop up there i think i thought i saw you post some pictures a while back kevin bird said he see you soon carl are you going to anton open house I don't know. Is it local? It's in Texas. At, at <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he said, is it local? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no elk only deer. I thought you had elk out there, but. Oh, no well. elk only deer. She's got her deer look like elk, though. Yeah, they do. They yeah, do. They're giants. Oh. Yeah, she's going to start a Facebook uh, PDR hunting group. Like, yeah. <laughs> I might go to Texas if we, we can set up a pig hunt. Well, Kevin, Kevin's trying to talk you into. He said, "Carl, he said you're going. Carl's going. <laughs> Call me up, brother. We'll talk." 
<laughs> Josh Drago said if he's in Huntsville, I know he said he got a bunch of family up there. He's going to holler at you. Yeah, do it, man. Do it. We'll meet for lunch or something. Sounds great. Yeah, yeah it's always exciting to get to get around some other dent guys or somebody yeah. in town or whatever, get to hook up and grab some lunch or whatever. It's real cool. Yeah. You come down, I'll let you shoot the air rifles. Ooh. <laughs> I'm on yeah, my way. <laughs> right. They're basically uh, an air rifle is, is a. They're a little more expensive because the air rifle actually propels the bullet instead of a firearm. is real simple, you know. The, the cartridge is all the work. Yeah. But yeah, hum me down, Kevin. Um, <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> so when they build these things, they actually they put a lot of uh, craftsmanship and uh, machining that goes into them, and and they're very precise. You know, a lot of them use match chamber barrels, and the accuracy. I can shoot my air rifle. I shoot better groups with my air rifle, both of them, than I do my twenty-two long rifle. Wow. Yeah. They're just, they're really, really, yeah, they're, they're accurate. Very fun. And you got to think with, with an actual rifle, even 22 like that, the heat, you know, if you're shooting constant, it heats up the barrel. So it, right. yeah. they, they don't, you know, with the air rifle, it's not, it's not, right. there's nothing getting heat heated up and, and it can just be accurate the entire time. Right. Not even yeah, much recoil, and then you got an air no, rifle is that recoil. they can be depressed. <laughs> Uh, without having a, a federal permit, so they build a shroud that's that's cut, that's uh, unique to that air rifle and put baffles in it, and now you've taken a gun that's about, about as loud as a twenty-two or close, yeah, and and it turned it into a mouse fart. All you hear is <laughs> mouse yeah. fart. Yeah, <laughs> so, and, and that's nice to be able to practice shooting and not having to wear hair protection and and when you know, you're hunting oh, yeah. the whole woods and and your neighbors. Uh, you know, I had somebody call the police on me a few weeks ago, and because uh, I was out here shooting. My neighbor's oh, don't you know we live in Alabama? You know, if it, <laughs> Carl, man, I work second shift. Any way you could, uh, you could, you know, not shoot, I'd have put it away. But you call the police on me, I shot for another two hours. <laughs> and, you, and you've got like a shooting lane back there. I do, yeah. yeah set up. I, and I, it's perfectly legal. I'm out in the country. The cop showed up and said, hey, man, you, you're shooting out here. I said, yes, sir. He says, want to make sure you're shooting the right direction. I said, yep. He said, I see you are. Have a good day. I said, stop back anytime. <laughs> yeah, come shoot with me. <laughs> yeah, bring your rifle. Come on over. I see you shooting the right way. Yeah, the neighbor's house right there. <laughs> the one who called on me. Yeah, but when I'm shooting air rifles, and and I I don't shoot firearms a lot here, just because I don't want to. I do have neighbors, and and they're not close. Um, and all of them shoot too. You know, everybody on my road's armed. It's one of the things I like about Alabama. They're not gonna go into Joe's house without getting shot at. And they. You know, them neighborhoods where a guy goes into this house and robs them and this house and robs them, and this house and robs them. And they make that ain't happening here. You know, you're you're going to get shot. It's not you're happening. Get shot so, in the first house. <laughs> person that side of me is armed. Person that side of me is armed. He's armed. Yep. I'm never going to have to shoot my gun. <laughs> but I'm armed. Yep. Uh, and that's kind of the nice thing. People kind of keep quarters. They know that. that it, it's business. You know, if you go break in somebody's house in Alabama, they're welcome to shoot you. Yep. And, and they might just do it. So <laughs> hope that TV's worth it, man. Yep. Yep. So other states, you break into somebody's house, steal their TV, and cut yourself on the window. You sue the landowner. Man, they don't do that here. So one of the things <laughs> I like about Alabama. Jeremy said, don't don't end this show. Carl's my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, brother. Uh, See, we see Jeremy. We got the good, good people on this. This is who. This is the type of stuff that we created this show for. Instead of just talking about dents, we're, uh, you know, everybody's getting gun, to know. Everybody's getting to know you. So, my favorite gun right now is a, a twenty-five caliber Benjamin Marauder. 
Um, it's an air rifle. And other than that, I just got my first AR. Um, I got a Smith and Wesson M4. Um, and it's man, it's accurate. I've, I've always wanted one. I wasn't sure that I'd use it. And, uh, one was on sale and actually my girlfriend got it for me for Christmas. And it, it is just, man, it's a shooter. But how do you pick your favorite gun? That's this whatever, whatever one I'm shooting that day. Yeah, I got, I got, I got my I got favorite. Ruger 308. That's just my favorite deer gun. It's light and man, it's just, it's great. But I don't really, I guess, they're all my favorites. <laughs> yeah. My favorite's got sentimental value. I got a 30 out six Remington model 700 bolt action that my granddad gave me and he's, you know, gone going yeah. off the earth now so that's my that's my gun and yeah and my rifle a, i say gun i'm marine corps you can't say that shit that is a great <laughs> rifle. I, oh, have yeah, a, I love it yeah i have a similar one i have a the remington 700 and, and a seven millimeter magnum that's my father's gun who okay. is who is still with us and hope he's here a long time but i'm kind of proud that i i got that piece of his history you right. know to keep with me forever so yeah yeah they do become sentimental for sure Oh yeah, that's what my granddad was the one that took me hunting when I was little, took me fishing and all that. And so I was telling you before the show, I kind of once he passed away, I kind of got out of the hunting scene and stuff. So, well, yeah, you want to get together next season? Holler at me. Okay, I'll leave. Hey. I'm, actually, I'm thinking I'm trying to lease some land in Tennessee, so okay. I'll have a, a Tennessee license. So my non-resident license is uh, they're kind of expensive for Tennessee. I forget what they are, but it's four hundred and some dollars or whatever for oh, a, wow for a, for an out-of-stater. But um. But yeah, I'll come down and hit your area. We can go grab the small game rifles and I'll bring two air rifles. We'll go shoot some squirrels. Oh, that'd be a blast. I'm yeah, down. <laughs> Fun stuff. No, I'm, yeah. hope, I'm hoping to. Or if I do get that lease, you can come down and hunt with me. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, it ain't going to be far. Two and a half hours ain't nothing. Yeah. So I'm I'm not one of them deer, deer greedy guys that won't, that won't put you on a deer. I'll be happy. I'll put you in my best spot and pray you get one. Awesome. I want to know anyway. Like, I want something I'm going to want to eat. You know yeah. what I mean? So. I ain't doing yeah. it for the game. I want it. I want some food. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, we got we've got a lot of uh, high fence areas around where our camp is, and right. uh, you know, I hunt for meat. But yeah. uh, we were riding by one that they were redoing or actually building a huge, super nice entrance to. Um, and the the guy who owns all the the property and all that we're with. Uh, older guy that grew up with he uh he's like yeah let's let's ride up here and look at this place and he said you might want to you may see one of them twenty thousand dollar books where i said yeah i've already ridden by there and i'll be damned if one of them wasn't standing out there and this sucker must have <laughs> 30 points on him i mean just he's just standing yeah. out there just looking i'm like holy crap and then we start their own facebook <laughs> they're impressive aren't they? yeah it's like oh, gosh, but literally twenty thousand dollars for that deer if you, if you that's go out insane there. i wow. uh I forget the name of the deer, Freddie. Fred, what was the name of that deer? Uh, Excalibur? <laughs> he may not even be on here still. So anyway, Freddie was, he told me. I don't me, know, we're gaining. We're still gaining, you, our watchers. <laughs> yeah, we got are. This, this buddy in, uh, in Indiana. We're going to go hunt with this guy. Now, we're hunting fair chase deer, but he was helping out a guy that has a high fence place. And so we were, gonna, we were actually going to stay at this guy's high fence place in, the, in their lodge, which we did. And uh, really nice guy. Just let us stay there for free. And, uh, and he said, he's going to put you in a pen with a 360 inch buck. Dream catcher. Dream catcher. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, so, that's the one we saw. Wow. Isn't that a monster? The the name of the place so, is game of horns. Okay. <laughs> so I told him, I said, man, whatever. I said, there ain't, there's no 360 inch buck. He goes, yeah, he, he's, I believe him. You know, he says there is. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. So we get there and 
I didn't know 360 inch bucks existed. Our world record was only was under that, you know. Right. So this is at the time the biggest deer in the world, and uh, I think. And uh, I was in a pen with a 360 inch buck, and it was That's a freaking job. Had a red collar on it, just guy's pet. <laughs> I don't know how many, how many hundreds yeah. of thousands or even millions he was offered for it. He was offered big amount of money, wouldn't sell. That was his pet, and he that was some Dang. of his breeding stock and. Um, but yeah, that's, that's big business stuff. Check that kid yeah. out. Wow. I mean, look at that. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, literally you, you paid $20,000 go. They're like, okay, you'll sit here. It was and, a at, at the time. and and at three 30, this, this deer's going to come out and you shoot it. I mean, yeah. to me, that's not hunting. You're paying, you're paying for horns is all you're paying. Right. Well, and I always had that attitude too. And I got a brother-in-law that was one of the best hunters I, kn- I knew and, uh, and still to this day. And he taught me a lot. I learned a lot from him and he did this hunt. And I want to say it was $4,000 a person. And I can't remember, but it was, it was a little bit of money, yeah. but he, he goes to this resort where they get all high quality food, you know, cooked by, by chefs, just, I mean, they're spoiled. There's hot tubs and pools and ponds where they can fish, and they get to shoot these what they call call bucks, anything around 140 to 160 inches. Yeah. So they're paying for the experience. It's a, it's a beautiful mount for their wall. Um, is it a fair chase hunt? No, but who cares? You know. And I almost did it. I just didn't have the extra cash. But I went and looked at his deer and thought, man, that's beautiful. I should have went and did that. And he said, Carl, the deer hunt was only part of it. He said, all the time that we spent, you know, uh, fishing and, and horsing around and the food was great. And the time with our, you know, it was like a, that's a you're, vacation. You're paying for the Disney experience. World. Disney World ain't as much. This is more fun than Disney World and, yeah. and probably about the same cost. Yeah. So you're paying, you're paying for the experience, not necessarily yeah. the deer, but yeah, well, man, I, I, I hate to cut it short, but. We gotta, we gotta run. I got wife texting me, and I think Andy's got to run. And all right, yeah, well, Bryce has got homework to do. For, thanks it's for letting a, us have this time, man. Yeah. I appreciate you guys. Hey, it's been a blast. Yeah, Carl. It has been. We'll have to do a round two with Carl. Like we can get it all out, even so. <laughs> we'll have to have Carl on again, sure for yeah. sure. And well, uh, I, actually, you know, it's the it's the second time you came on our live show in MTE. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of put on the spot. I didn't know what to say. Like, hey, oh, Carl, man. come up here. I'm like, um, yeah, hi, guys. Yeah. You having fun? Oh, Hell you did yeah, great. That expo, everybody here is having fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was loads of fun. So, yeah, yeah every, appreciate everybody for, for again, for jumping Thanks, on, uh, engaging. Uh, Jeremy. See you, Jeremy. Definitely hey, get, a, get up with him. Yeah, so, you, yeah. Guys will, you guys will have a lot to chat, chat, chat hey, about. Thanks, God, I had a stroke. hey well you guys have a good one thanks for uh thanks for letting me uh, be involved with this well we appreciate it carl and uh i'm gonna go ahead and hit the outro and we're gonna be done well next week we got mr chris howell the fvd from fvd person of the year uh he someone he's he's got so highfalutin he couldn't even send me a picture he had to get christina second year to send me one so yep he's kind of assistant outro the pig the outro the pig Hey, that that'll, that's going to be another. So, uh, Carl, join in on that one because uh, he's going to be talking a lot about hunting too. So, yeah, yeah, Chris uh, is a big hunter down in Texas and stuff. So, it'll oh, be another one you'll enjoy. Yeah, remind me. I'll, I'll try to get in on that. Yeah, we'll shoot you a message. Yeah, appreciate it. All right, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate you did, it. it was Thank awesome. You. Thanks All right. again, to everybody. Thanks, guys. We'll Have a good you. night. Hey, good thanks, night, everybody. everybody. Yeah. All right, bye. All right, bye. <laughs>